Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you. No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Big Sky Conference Tournament is officially underway in Boise, Idaho, and the all-conference basketball teams for the women and men have both been released. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. Monday began with the announcement of the all-Big Sky women's team. Sacramento State senior Liana Tillman led the league in scoring and assists, helping her earn league MVP and unanimous first-team all-conference honors. Tillman was joined on the first team by Montana's Carmen G. Feller and Montana State's Darian White. Other selections with Treasure State ties include Montana senior Sophia Stiles, Landing on the second team, and Montana State junior Cola Battier landing on the third team. White was also named co-defensive player of the year. On the men's side, Montana State junior center Jabril Bello earned Big Sky MVP honors. Bello, who was also named defensive player of the year, was joined on the first team by senior Xavier Bishop. Bobcat sophomore Raekwon Battle earned top reserve honors with Montana senior Cameron Parker. Montana's Josh Bannon landed on the second team, while Grizz sophomore Robbie Beasley was an Honorable mention. In the first day of action in the Big Sky Women's Tournament, Northern Colorado defeated Eastern Washington 64-45. Weber State upset Sac State 74-64, and Idaho drilled Portland State 75-52. UNC plays Idaho State, Weber plays Montana State, and Idaho plays Portland State in today's quarterfinals. For updates, tune in to Nuanez Now. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory. Yeah. <laughs> 
downtown Boise, Idaho. Wonderful to be back with you here live from the Big Sky Tournament. We've had the distinct pleasure of working in the partnership with the Sky Conference for the last eight years at Skyline Sports and now had the great pleasure of doing this show from this arena for the last four years here in Boise. So appreciate you being here with us. You missed anything in the first hour of the show. We gave you all the updates on what's going down in the women's tournament. A couple surprising results. Not surprising that the Lady Grizz lost in their opening game of the Big Sky Tournament because that's sort of become a trend. But the way that they did it, they turned the ball over 21 times, only shot 32%, and Northern Arizona runs away with it, 75-57. So two teams into the Big Sky semifinals on the women's side, including Northern Colorado, who knocked off the top seed Idaho State earlier today, 72-54. Little trouble in the second half for Northern Colorado uh, in that contest. And the Bengals, they are out of this tournament. We're about 18 minutes away. You probably just heard the Montana State fight song. Because the Bobcat women, the second seed of the Big Sky Tournament, they will take on uh, the 10th seed of Weber State Wildcats here in about 18 minutes. You can find everything in the first hour of today's show, whether it's Krista Redpath around the Big Sky Women's Hoops or Andrew Houghton from SkylineSportsMT.com or our Treasure State Stars on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by the Advocates as well as by Sports Bet Montana. You want to be a, whole, a part of the show, you want to get a hold of us, 406-888-1029 is the easiest way to do it. And we'll keep you up to date as our tournament takeover continues. Appreciate everybody for sending us down here. Tournament takeover presented in part by Paul Ryan and Ryan Holloway and Miller. Paul Ryan's a name that's been synonymous with law around the city of Missoula for decades. The motto accidents to medical malpractice to wrongful deaths and any criminal defense. Now Paul's firm, which has expanded to Ryan Holloway and Miller, should be your first call. Ryan Holloway and Miller, your Montana attorneys. Happy now to be joined at my perch with a guy who I just met last night, but kind enough to join us for the first time around Nuanas Now. He's Tony Parks. He'll be on the call for all of the ESPN Plus live streams for the duration of the men's tournaments. What's up, my man? Thanks hey, so much for hey, being here. Thanks for having me. This is fantastic, man. I uh, love the great state of Montana. Spent a lot of time up there uh, in my younger years and always enjoyed it. And so uh, more than happy to come on. 406, I'm no stranger to that place. That's for dang sure. Oh, gotta love it. Glacier uh, is still the most beautiful place I've ever seen in my life. No doubt. And I love the rivalry. I love everything about you were telling You were telling stories last night about uh, going to Weber State games. And uh, but how you were, you had sort of an affinity for the Grizz early yeah, on, Yeah, back right? then, yeah. I uh, had a number of family members and friends who lived around there and, and were big fans. And so I'd go up to the state of Montana in the summer. Uh, Great Falls is where I actually spent oh, most of my time cool. there. Yeah, yeah. Taco Treat. Yeah, Good Time Charlie's, whatever. So good times up there. We had so much fun. Uh, Mitchell Pool, you name it, we were there. And so we would go up there, and we'd have a great time. And they were big, like, Grizzly fans and stuff. And I didn't have, like, a, a 1AA at the time football team or anything. So I, I connected with them. They became Michigan fans. I was, like, we kind of, like, traded off our uh, favorite teams there. And then uh, just kind of hung on to it for a while. And so uh, Montana, when they beat uh, Nevada in the NCAA tournament, back I was in Salt Lake yeah, City. Back in 2006. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And then uh, we would go up, like, every other year and, and watch them at Weber 
State. Had some great games, classic moments. Uh, hated Randy Moss. Uh, <laughs> you know, so, and then you, you get working and doing different stuff. But I, I've always loved the state and uh, loved the uh, both of the programs uh, there with Montana, Montana State. So it's exciting to, to be here during this. It's great. Well, you are based out of Salt Lake City mm-hmm. now, right? So yeah. tell people about all the various things that you're involved in because you're <laughs> on the car, on the mic, or doing a whole bunch of different things all around uh, Salt Lake City and also now uh, directly involved with the Big Sky Cowboys for the call for this tournament yeah. as well. So, yeah, obviously play-by-play play for this. Uh, I do the play-by-play with the Salt Lake City Stars. It's the G League team of the Jazz. And so their games usually don't cross over um, because the Development League and the uh, sure. uh, NBA try to keep them separate for different sure. practice times and stuff. So uh, then I do the in-arena host work with the Utah Jazz. That's fun, uh, hosting all the great entertainment. I've uh, been the public address announcer there, um, uh, doing a number of games there even just this year. And uh, in-stadium host with the Bees. That's the AAA team with the Los Angeles Angels. And then sideline reporter, play play a bunch of other stuff. The other one uh, is with uh, Sons of Baseball Foundation. It's kind of like the Make-A-Wish, but for sure. Major League Baseball. Uh, that's a not a paid position and kind of put together. Because uh, all kids want to go to Disneyland. Some of them have uh, Major League Baseball aspirations, and maybe they don't live in an MLB market. And so we organize certain experiences for them to uh, enjoy that. So I, I'm, I'm blessed, man. I really to be around sports for sure and to do what I love it's a great time well before we get into this sketch I gotta ask you about the Jazz because they've been sitting there oh I know uh, they've been knocking on the door being a true contender I mean they've been in the playoffs and that they have a good young core and and Spider Mitchell's awesome and Rudy Gobert one of the better players in the NBA but they they haven't been able to quite break through but now they're sitting there they're they're in the mix in the west they're in the four spot right now so what's the general scout we got a lot of Jazz fans in Montana I know I know and it's cool too because we had a lot of uh, friends and stuff there were big jazz fans, and they used to we used to just talk jazz when I'd be up in Montana. Uh, no, the, the the jazz have it in them. The big thing is you got to figure out if you're going to pay the price every day and do the little things that it takes to truly hit that level. They're obviously very talented. Sure. Rudy, at his best, undoubtedly the best defensive player in the league. Spider Mitchell's a continuing and emerging superstar. Um, you know, you have a lot of things to like: shooting, depth, experience. There's so much to like with this team. They have all the ingredients to the to be a heavier contender than they've been at the moment, in my opinion. But there's so much more that goes into being an elite defensive team, and when the water gets red, being great, great. And Tony Manu, Tim, they paid that price every day. For they sure. won five titles. Uh, or not all of them, but you know what I mean. And then you have the Jazz stocking them all, and they paid that price every day and didn't, you know. So even if you pay the price, it doesn't mean you're going to get there. But if you don't, you won't. And I kind of compared almost to I lost some weight, you know, during the pandemic. I dropped like 45 pounds. Good yeah, for you. Good yeah. for you. But Most people went the other way. Yeah. I, I was like, well, I got a little more free time on my hands now. So, But, but here's the point. Uh, all those years, I felt like I had it in me to do the things that it takes. But you have to want to want to do some of those things. And sure. you want to make it easier on yourself. This team is championship caliber. There's no doubt. And they'll be as good as they want to be. And so they have all the ingredients. And a lot of times the conversation is they need to get this guy. They need to move that guy. And don't get me wrong. You add talent. That's good. Sure. But there's more within that team that it, getting the most out of one another that it truly takes. And, and it doesn't mean they're fractured and broken. It just means there's that extra thing. Now the Bucks found 
found it and For took sure. the title. The Mavericks found it in 2011, yep. Took, yep. right? I think the Jazz are that similar kind of team. Tony Parks joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television around the state of Montana. It's our tournament takeover coming to you from Idaho Central Arena. It's brought to you in part by the Silver Slipper. Slipper's got tons of TVs to watch the games, great specials, daily drink deals, and service. Only at the Silver Slipper across from Walmart on Highway 93 in Missoula. You mentioned Tim Duncan, Manager Ginobili, and uh, Tony Parker. And it's interesting because uh, the men's tournament's going to start tomorrow, but we won't see the top seeds until Thursday. But Montana State has had a historic year, a windfall year, one of the great years in Bobcat uh, men's basketball history. It's funny, I'm, I'm writing a story on uh, the, the three British guys for the Montana yeah. State men's basketball team. Jabril Bello, Amanadamu, and Great Osobar, they're all from the United Kingdom. And the tie that binds is Chris Haslam, the associate head coach for uh, Danny Sprinkle. He used to be the UK national team there uh, in Great Britain. Um, but he reminded me because Zach Claus from Idaho, he said that he thinks Amin Adamu is the Manu Ginobili of the Big Sky Conference. And I thought that was a great, that was a great comparison. But uh, when we dive into this, this men's tournament for Big Sky Hoops, we're going to have three games tomorrow. And I do think that's a pretty wide open tournament. Oh, I do. But I, I think that the, the, the number one storyline is the fact that the Bobcats had their best year in 20 years. So I know you've been diving into the scout on all of these things. What, what have you thought in uh, your time analyzing MSU? Uh, what's made them so good? Oh, I love that team. I mean, they compete. They play incredibly hard. It's very obvious that their coaching staff has great depth in the scouting reports, and they go out and execute it. That game they had at Weber State this year was one of the most impressive. They competed like crazy. They took the will right out of them. They grinded them right down to the ground, and they made it look a lot easier than it should have looked. At their best, they are the best, and they've shown that through what is the regular season. And you all know, though, 40 minutes is all it takes to not be at your best, and you're out. So that's what makes this a fragile situation. I mean, that team with Bello and his story is remarkable. I mean, to break both knees right at different right. times and, and to do it at such a young age. Um, he's a guy that I, I know, you know, you, you look at so much that he does. Number one in drawing fouls. Number one in free throw rate. Number one block shots. Yep. For seven and two point percentage. Number sixth in defensive rebounding. Number eighth in offensive rebounding. It's like, he doesn't need to be number one in every category to be the best player. And he's a very deserving MVP. So, I mean, I really think it starts with him, but the other thing I like, too, is, you know, good free throw shooter, 71.5% in conference. Yep. And then all of a sudden, size for yeah, sure. and then the last, what, six games, he's 85% free throw shooter, right? He has the number one free throw rate in the Big Sky Conference. Like, this guy, when what you have is you have a bunch of guys that when they reach a level that's good, they want to be great. When they're great, they want to be elite. When they're elite, they want to be all-time. It never stops for them, and, and Gon Sprinkle is a huge part of that, um, and I think his background, his story really connects with these guys, and I think it goes a really, really long way. I mean, this is a guy that, you know, as a coach, has been in so many different spots um, and can relate to so many different players. He got hurt. Uh, one of my favorite stories is he gets hurt his, uh, I forget what year, a sophomore, junior year, and his dad sends him a letter. Tells him to stop feeling sorry for himself and just starts writing all these stories about all these incredible experiences that uh, the family members have been through that have made his life easier. Yeah. He's like, you're eating per diem, right, you know, right, you're, right, you're getting right. massages, you're whatever. And uh, it actually really shifted his focus. And uh, he, he goes back to that when he had a conversation with me about a month ago. And he said, no, man, like my dream is to get these guys walking the blue carpet to see and feel what it's like to have a police brigade. The he went through this whole thing, man, and his passion for that program and his passion for those kids is, 
is unbelievable, and so no well deserved them. No doubt about it. Tony Parks joining us. He will be on the play-by-play for the Big Sky Conference men's tournament, which begins tomorrow, early morning tomorrow. Tease for tomorrow as well. I will be on ESPN Plus for half an hour before the tournament day begins. So tomorrow I'll be up there by 9 o'clock, and then we'll be back to the more traditional schedule, 11.30 on Thursday. So very much look forward to that. appreciate Mary Lou Cook for joining me and uh, for inviting me on for the pregame coverage. You can hear Tony on all the calls. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. It's our tournament takeover. Presented in part by Palmer's Drug of Missoula. Go out of your way to shop local when it comes to groceries, beer, all that sort of stuff. So why not go see a pharmacist-owned local establishment like Palmer's Drug? When you think local, think lo- local pharmacy. A Palmer's Drug located on Southwest Higgins in Missoula. What other stories do you like in this tournament? Because this thing seems pretty wide open, and this is yeah. also a completely unique year because you have such this dichotomy. You have these guys that have been in college for years and years and years. I mean, they your bishops on his his third different farewell tour. John Knight the third. I've seen. I got to watch this guy forever, and he's already on his Utah State. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like he's yeah. on his third school. And you have all these different guys, all these different stories. So what catches your eye? What do you like I, about the Northern Colorado Bears? Are a fun story. For they sure. really, really are. Now the the Bears. It's every time I go back to them, and I, I did a deep dive on them a number of different times last week, and then again getting ready for the tournament this year. Every time I, I oh man, I go back to this. You know, your strengths will get you really far, uh, and then your weaknesses will kick you out of this thing. And it's weird because they don't take the ball away. They are number one offensively, though. They don't get to the free throw line. And then defensively, they're eighth. You know, it's like, out. Oh, so, and then the three-point defense, they're 11th. So they're great at shooting the dang thing. Defensively, they still have some issues, and it makes me wonder, you know, when the water gets red with teams like Montana State and there's Southern Utah or whoever down the road, how they hold up. The other one is Montana. I can't figure them out, man. For I sure. Can't figure, I know sure. you guys probably don't have the answers. I, every time I think I have an idea who they are, I find out it's totally different. So that team... Not only uh, after that game against Weber State in uh, early February, yep. you know they lose to four the four worst teams that are in the That's conference, right. and then beat you know the top two that are right there, exactly. including a phenomenal, maybe the most impressive defensive performance I've seen, where they hold Montana State to one for eight, holding that team to eight three point attempts is phenomenal. For so sure. that that one right there with Montana State's path, if you will. Remember the four five. You don't wait to find out who you're playing. You know who you're playing for a while, and you're playing Weber State. And Travis DeCure is unbelievable with preparation and scouting. So he's going to go deep there, and then he's what 14 and two against uh, Montana State, and he showed that when it looked like things weren't looking good for them, and Montana State was on the up, he pulls off the win like he did a few weeks ago. So I mean. The matchups are unique. I think it's cool that this conference doesn't just, I mean, everybody loves to be like, it's anybody's game. Sure. It really is. Southern Utah is tough. They've come together really well. For sure. And I think Eastern Washington is sneaky good, um, young. And I think that's the big thing for them. Well, people forget that Eastern Washington is the defending champion in this tournament. Because yeah, they had but this, they don't look like it. Yeah, right. They yeah. had this mass exodus. The Big Sky MVP and Tanner Groves leaves, along with seven other rotation players. Shate Leggins, their head coach, he ends up at Pullen. And so they're 
Aaron completely look. When I saw him in Missoula for the first time, it was so disoriented because I felt like I had to stare at my roster yes. the whole time because I was like, well, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Where is he from? Where oh, is he from? the only guy with regular minutes That's on the that whole only guy. Lot? And Steel Ventures was like yeah. sort of on the team last yeah. year. And now he's like the 16-point yes. per game scorer. So it's uh, yeah, I think it, he scored 61 total points. That's right. Exactly. Now he's you know second team All-Conference player. So I do think though that's one of the things I'm wa- I've been watching this tournament. Tony Parks joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. You can find Tony's call from stem to stern here for the Big Sky Conference basketball men's tournament on ESPN Plus. Um, the Big Sky Conference is a fascinating league because of its geographic diversity, which then leads to diversity in roster construction because you're just going to be able to recruit a different type of kid from a different area Portland and Sacramento than you are from Missoula and Bozeman and Pocatello and Cheney. Different types of guys want to go different places, but there's also you know different academics. Oh, there's all sorts of different things. And so then when you look at this league, there's all of these crazy matchup advantages and disadvantages. Montana their biggest mismatches are Eastern Washington and Northern Colorado. Northern Colorado's biggest mismatch is Montana State. Yep. You know, it's on down the line. So the Utah's a nightmare matchup for some teams, but the Grizz seem to love playing some yeah, of Utah. Yeah, yeah, I can't so, figure that so out. So there's all sorts of different uh, <laughs> matchups. But uh, just in terms of the way that the bracket is formed, it seems like actually Montana State, as the top seed, got a pretty tough draw as the yes. number one team because they're going to probably have to get through uh, first the winner of an Idaho sack game that is two teams that have gotten way better since the beginning of the year, and then they'll likely have to play their rival or Weber State, which is no slough, and that's actually a tough matchup for the Cats, too. So what do you think of just this overall draw for the Cats and some of these other contenders as well? Well, the overall draw for the Cats, yeah, yes. When I looked at it, I thought, my goodness, yeah, you're, right? you're winner of the 4-5, which I, I, you know, it, it's tough, too, because Weber State just has not looked they've lo- they've, they've they fallen apart are, down the they stretch. They just really have, and it, you wonder, like, could they get it together? Because I still think they have the star power for sure and a guy to carry them through those murky situations and kind of equalize a, a tough game things like that uh, like uh, Kobe McEwen in that matchup with Montana the yep. one that took place in Ogden yep. he just drew foul after foul got yep. to the line line and when uh, Weber State was disoriented and uh, Montana soundly outplayed them for so much of that game it didn't matter because Kobe was able to even things out now back to the point of it yeah Montana State having to battle against Montana that that, that becomes a unique one and usually you start talking psychological edge and things like that I've never believed you throw everything out the window with a rivalry but I do think certain things get magnified and some things are not quite as important but the way they defended them now that all the cards are on the table that is something that has jumped out to me and I've thought about that a ton so Montana is able to beat Weber State and get into that matchup you're looking at a serious coin flip edge of your seat hanging on down to the final moments type of game and and that's gonna I think it's gonna be awesome Tony Parks joining us here on Nuanas Now ESPN Radio and your main duties begin early morning tomorrow oh, yeah. morning first game let's 930. do it so let's talk a little bit about these first round games because yeah. um, you know we, we kind of diagnosed the top six seeds and and as we've learned during this neutral site tournament over the last seven years teams can make a little bit of a spurt if they do have to play on the first day but it's darn near impossible to actually win the tournament if you have to play on the first day 
Monday. I mean, four games in four days, that's a that's a nearly impossible task for any basketball team at any level. Mm-hmm. That said, there are a couple fun teams playing tomorrow. I was incredibly impressed with Sacramento State when I watched them in Missoula on Saturday. Bryce Fowler, he cooked Montana. He had 39 points, which is the highest single-game total in the league so far this year. And uh, But Idaho was just so bad for the, uh, the first part of the season. They had all sorts of COVID stuff. When they came to uh, Montana for their trip to Missoula and Bozeman, Zach Claus only had one assistant coach, and he only had two reserves. He only had 10 guys on his bench total, including his bench players and his coaches, but they've gotten a lot of guys back, and they're a lot better. So with that matchup, number eight versus number nine, these are actually two of the better offensive teams in the league. Yeah, it's interesting with Sacramento State, too, because that, yeah, number two and three-point percentage. Both of them had the adversity in the early part of it. First of all, and I talked to Coach Laird, and I said, I'll never call you the uh, interim coach ever. It's just not going to happen. It'll never take place. But what he's done with that program, staying with it, and then guys like Fowler and Fitzpatrick to have his back the way that they have, you know, it's it's fun to watch a team grow and emerge, and the way that they've played now at the end of the season is terrific because it's interesting. The 8-9, you're going, whoa, these, these two teams, I think, are, are starting to be on the way up. For Idaho State, to have your coach ill and to be out for that long, to have so many different things where you're trying to find an identity as a team. Both of them now found their identity. I love the fact that they come into this tournament with some mo. I love that they they come in looking at different situations. So the matchups now become the fun part of this because Sacramento State, you know, I, I, I like them. I really, really like them in their first round matchup and then met with Idaho State today and they go up against a Portland State team here that they outplayed. They soundly outplayed them the last time and they gave that game up and they told me, hey, we've really been for the chance to get back at these guys. So I like, like, like those are two teams that have stood out to me that have kind of really started to emerge, really started to play better. Same thing with Idaho to that point too, but those two in particular I think are better uh, recently than even what their seating may say. The Big Sky Conference Men's Tournament gets kicked off tomorrow, 9.30. Tony Parks, the play-by-play guy for ESPN Plus throughout the week. Joining me, Coulter Duanez here. Duanez is now Idaho versus Sacramento State at 9.30. Idaho State versus Portland State at noon. And Northern Arizona versus Eastern Washington at 2.30. Then you'll have the two semifinal games for the women's side as well. The third of the four quarterfinals games today about to get underway. Montana State and Weber State, the starting lineups have been announced. The Bobcats, the second seed in this Big Sky Women's Tournament. Weber State, the 10 seed. You are listening to Nuanas now here on ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television, part of our tournament takeover. Any other thoughts before we let you go? Yeah, I think Portland State is crazy fun. I For can't sure. wait to watch them. The way they've just said, you know what? We're going to take the dang ball away. We're going to play with speed, yep. and we're going to get after you. Now, the fun part about that is if you don't know how to handle that, like, or if you, you can't settle your way into playing them. Right. So what's fun about, you know, day games, tournaments, new arena, new setting, getting settled in, different schedule, stuff like that, they have a chance to punch first. And in any situation, let's say they advance, right? Then you get into a situation where you're playing a team that's their first game and it's not yours. Right. They have, there's an adjustment to them. For sure. And they can get a step on you. So that's a team that I think is sneaky fun to watch. Uh, they have their, they, they've like accepted that they have their detriment. They're like, you know what? We totally get it. Uh, we can't, they can't play the slowdown game. They can't play a methodical offense. They have to try and speed you up. They have to try and get takeaways. Uh, But the other weird thing about them, too, and this has really jumped out to me for them, 
is that, look, they had a quality five-game stretch. They shot 88% from two. Yeah. And one of the reasons why is they're one of the worst teams shooting from three. So they don't shoot the three well. They don't defend the three well. And then after all of that, they have defensive rebounding issues. But what they can do is they can turn this thing into an intense track meet. And one of the things I saw in one of their games was they harass so well defensively, they make you see ghosts. Yep. And there was a play, I'm trying to figure out who it was, where a guy had the ball paint, was looking for someone to throw it to, and didn't realize he was wide open for a five-foot leaner. <laughs> but, but they make you start second-guessing what you're doing. I'm curious how Portland State carries that into the tournament and if it takes teams a second to uh, adjust to them. Marty Parks, money in the bank, as was the first jump shot for the Montana State women. Cole Badbear, filling seniors' finest strokes a three-pointer to get things started for the Montana State women. It's our tournament takeover here on Nuanas now. Thanks so much for being here, man. This was fun. Dude, this was awesome. Anytime. Love it. Always love to talk Big Sky. Always love to talk Montana. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio will be back at to the Grizz. Riley Corker just walked up, so he'll be here to recap the Lady Grizz's loss and also talk about some men's hoops and guess what? Spring ball's rolling for the Grizzlies in Montana as well. We'll get Riley's thoughts on some of the key storylines coming out of Grizz football, too. Keep it right here. ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Big Sky Conference Tournament is officially underway in Boise, Idaho, and the all-conference basketball teams for the women and men have both been released. Hello, I am Jeff Safford. Monday began with the announcement of the all-Big Sky women's team. Sacramento State senior Liana Tillman led the league in scoring and assists, helping her earn league MVP and unanimous first-team all-conference honors. Tillman was joined on the first team by Montana's Carmen G. Feller and Montana State's Darian White. Other selections with Treasure State ties include Montana senior Sophia Stiles, landing on the second team, and Montana State junior Cola Battier landing on the third team. White was also named co-defensive player of the year. On the men's side, Montana State junior center Jabril Bello earned Big Sky MVP honors. Bello, who was also named defensive player of the year, was joined on the first team by senior Xavier Bishop. Bobcat sophomore Raekwon Battle earned top reserve honors with Montana senior Cameron Parker. Montana's Josh Bannon landed on the second team, while Grizz sophomore Robbie Beasley was an Honorable mention. In the first day of action in the Big Sky Women's Tournament, Northern Colorado defeated Eastern Washington 64-45. Weber State upset Sac State 74-64, and Idaho drilled Portland State 75-52. UNC plays Idaho State, Weber plays Montana State, and Idaho plays Portland State in today's quarterfinals. For updates, tune in to Nuanez Now. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
Ruanas coming to you from Idaho Central Arena. We're coming to you through the Northwest Motorsports Studio. But we're here courtside at the Big Sky Conference Basketball Tournament. Montana State and Weber State, the 6th seeded Bobcat women versus the 10th seeded Weber State women underway. Some really poor defensive rotations. The first couple possessions of this game by Weber State lead to legitimately the most wide-open two shots I've seen of the tournament. Cola Bad Bear, Billy Sr.'s finest, knocks down both of them. But it seems like Weber State locked in a little bit. So early on here, about halfway through the first quarter, MSU leads Weber State 9-8. to eight. So we'll keep you updated on this throughout the uh, afternoon and then into tomorrow as well. It's our tournament takeover. Thanks to all of our phenomenal sponsors for helping to get us here to Boise. We'll be taking the show on the road next week as well for the NCAA tournament at a to-be-determined site as well. Tournament takeover brought to you in part by Vance Thompson Vision. Vance Thompson Vision doesn't just offer LASIK surgery. For people who aren't good candidates, they also have other cutting-edge options to give them clear vision that they're looking for. Riley Corcoran joins me now, voice of the Grizz here on Nuanas Now. And Riley, you just got off the call for the Lady Grizz game, and... Um, I guess it's not I, – I, I can't say it's surprising that the Lady Grizz lost because their tournament struggles continue. And also, Northern Arizona is a very good team. But the fact that it was a 75-57 result and that Montana sort of dwindled down the stretch, that part was a little surprising. Um, I think down the stretch, we wanted to believe that Montana had sort of – squelched some of its mental demons and they showed that. It's, it's hard to take away the performances they had their last home weekend when they had great wins over Southern Utah and Montana State. It's hard to take away the fact that they had what amounted to a play-in game at Sac State and they won that game. So those are signs of incremental progress. Yet here we are and the overwhelming storyline for the Montana Lady Grizz remains the shadow that looms from the success that existed for longer than you and I have even been alive. So just take us through this one from your seat. You were sitting there courtside. It just, just not a good offensive performance by Montana. It wasn't. And I think that you could go to a, a bunch of different reasons offensively why it didn't work out for this team. They've hung their hat defensively all year. And I felt that in the first quarter, they kind of had NAU out of rhythm. They couldn't take advantage. And I think that mentally, absolutely, it was still in their heads. And unfortunately, with this senior class, they've been through a lot, right? Sure. But, but unfortunately, the tournament struggles are still going to be at the forefront. Or maybe that extra trying a little bit too hard in things. Sure. And this team kind of, it did unravel a bit today. This is their largest loss of the season. It's their second largest loss ever in a tournament game as well. It just spiraled out of control in the second half. And I think that we all need to have perspective on this a little bit. Did the Lady Grizz start the Brian Holsinger era in the right way? They won 19 games. They had some good success. But it's not all going to come at once, right? What they, what this class can at least say they did was overcome the Bobcat hurdle. They beat For Montana sure. State. But then after that, whether, and this is not excuse, whatever, did they run out of gas? because of the crazy schedule. They've been on the road a week. Whatever. All of those come into play. They were just out of sorts all game long. They didn't have any three-point threat. Carmen G. Feller was being double-teamed. Sophia Stiles tried to do it all. 20-shot attempts. But, Colt, to the number one stats turnovers. You turned the ball over 22 times. They, sure. they had more turnovers than made shots today. You're not going to win any game, let alone a tournament game, in that atmosphere in the setting. Well, you know you're going to get production, whether whether it's efficient or not efficient. You're going to get production from Sophia Stiles because she has the ball in her hands so often 
and she plays so many minutes. She ends up with 21 points and 10 rebounds, but she struggled shooting the ball a little bit. 7 of 20 from the floor. The, the, you also know you're going to get some production from Carmen G. Feller and Abby Anderson. Those are Montana's big three. Anderson, her final game was Lady Grizz. She finishes with 9 points and 11 rebounds. And G. Feller, she had 14 points and 5 boards. But to me, that's what this tournament so often comes down to, is everybody else. And you look at the rest of the Lady Grizz, and, you know, my indoor, Naya Morris Nelson had never played really substantial minutes in this tournament. No points. Haley Heward, true freshman in this tournament. No points. Kill Killer, her first real minutes in this tournament. No points. Kelly Frolick, who's, who's sort of carved out of the role as a, a great reserve for this Lady Grizz team. No points. And, you know, th- th- you don't need crazy point totals. You just need those to get you, like, 20 points total. But but that that's it. That's that's the deficit for the Lady Grizz. Well, look on the other side of it. And sure. you had two players come off the bench, give yep. them sparks and two players in double-figure scoring in Mayo as well as Moran. 26 points there. I mean, you, you could break it down a variety of different reasons. But you're right. You need that whole team to be ready to go. You can't rely on one or two people this time of year. You might have standout performances. The Lady Grizz and I think that unfortunately Coulter and you saw it play out. Let's just be honest about this. The Sammy Fatkin in and out of the lineup was troublesome because she misses nine games. You want to get her back. You know how capable she is. But the fact is this team learned to win without her. And not saying that she's the reason whatsoever but then you throw her back in the fold and you kind of have an identity crisis and we saw that play out on the floor. Identity crisis but also just from the tangible basketball element just a pace crisis because when Fatkin was out so Sophia Styles became the only ball handler for the Lady Grizz, and they started playing just Sophia Styles' orchestrated offense. Fatkin came in like a ball of energy, but you could tell she was very rusty. And but it just it made for this like sporadic change of pace. And I think it was really hard for everybody else to kind of get involved. I think so. And then the, the changing up of defense, given you kind of zone yeah. demand plus to the Lady Grizz. So not only they're kind of looking in their mirror, in their own mirror, going, "Okay, what are we supposed to do here?" Fatkin Styles and the change of pace. Well, then AU throws rank of playing man and zone and switching that up. And as you know, and I think this is what the Lady Grizz need to overcome. When you're in the tournament setting and it's winner go home and you're down in the second half, you feel like the world's caving in on you. And right. you're going to have somebody break through. For sure. And right now, just truthfully, they don't. They didn't have anybody break through. The demons kind of came back a little bit in the second half. It just spiraled out of control. Give NAU credit, but yes, Montana was out of sorts this entire game and, and Northern Arizona deserves it. I, I didn't think we'd be talking about a NAU Northern Colorado semifinal game, but Coulter, that's what we have. And Weaver State's leading Montana State 16-9. We kind of had a feeling this could be a wild tournament. It's kind of playing out here on semi, our quarterfinal Tuesday. Montana State is not scored in four minutes, and Weaver State is on a 15-3 run to take, as Riley mentioned, a 16-9 lead. Riley Corkin, voice of the Grizz, joining us here on New Orleans now. ESPN Radio, part of our tournament takeover. Thanks to all of our great sponsors for bringing us here. We're courtside Boise, Idaho, at Idaho Central Arena. The third of four quarterfinals games for the Big Sky Conference playing out right here in front of us. And Riley, last thing for you, on this note, and then we'll take a break and maybe talk a little fun storylines from spring football and this thing on a positive note. Plus, we always love just talking football, period. There we go. Here. But this might sound like a loaded question, but I don't want it to be a loaded question. I just want it to be just the, the concrete analysis of this. The, the, the Lady Grizz have five seniors on their squad. It still remains to be seen who comes back, who doesn't. But if this was the final game for those five seniors, 
with a new head coach who's now not an interim guy, a guy who's going to be here, a guy who's going to try to build a program. I, I want to phrase this the right way. I want to ask you, is that a good thing that they that these young ladies are no longer part of the program? And I don't mean because they're, it's their fault or anything like that. I just, To me, I think that a fresh start with players that are recruited by this coaching staff is what the Lady Grizz needs so much. And, and again, you have to give all the credit in the world to Abby Anderson and Sophia Styles and Sammy Fakin for playing for three head coaches, going through so much tumult, the fact that there was so much drama interiorly in the program and all these different things. They deserve a lot of credit. And I'm, so I'm not saying that it has anything to do with them, but I just think the team has an opportunity now to actually have Brian Holsinger's stamp on it moving forward. I know exactly what you're trying to get at. It's a tough situation, right? Because you do want to give credit to these seniors. They have battled through it all. And I do think, Coulter, that their legacy can be we were the team that could help transition from the old era sure. to the new era. And they beat Montana State at home. Yeah. That is the highlight. For sure. But I, I do agree with you. I think that it's time for a fresh start, a fresh outlook to where, and I keep going back to this, but maybe the demons of the past are gone and you can have the fresh start moving forward. There's no doubt Coach Holsinger and this staff, they are very dedicated and committed to recruiting outside of the box for, for what sure. these Lady Grizz have ever had. Sure. And I do think that we saw the new era begin this year, Coulter, but the true transition point is going to be this next offseason leading into the next season to where, yes, those seniors, give them a ton of credit and thanks for all they did. But yeah, it's probably time for the, for the new era for Lady Grizz basketball, no doubt. Big shot by K.J. Lombardo to halt a Weber State run that had gotten to 17-3. to Unbelievable spurt by the Wildcats, but the Montana State sophomore drills a three. Weber State, though, still in control. 21-14 late in the first quarter here of this third of four quarterfinals games. Noah's now ESPN Radio. How about a little spring football from the basketball tournament? Back after this, keep it right here. 102.9 FM ESPN Missoula. The advocates can help you if you've been injured in an automobile, motorcycle, pedestrian, or even a dog bite accident. For additional information on other types of cases that the advocates handle, you can always visit MontanaAdvocates.com. You can chat with an experienced attorney with no upfront out-of-pocket expense. Visit online or call 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. SWX Montana Television. If you don't see us on SWX or YouTube, it's because we're not there. We're here, Idaho Central Arena, downtown Boise, Idaho. Second quarter, in the midst, in the thick of the Big Sky Conference basketball tournaments, the women, the quarterfinals, the third of four games today taking place. Early in the second quarter, Montana State, the second seed, trailing Weber State 21-14. to It's already been a day of upsets here at the Big Sky Tournament. Top-seeded Idaho State goes down to Northern Colorado, and it was pretty much a breeze by the Bears. They dominated that game. They used their zone defense to really take Idaho State out of it. And the Bengals, they did not look fresh. They did not look... Um, 
They did not look like the defending Big Sky Conference champions, but it shows you just how hard it is to win consecutive league titles. And then the second game of this quarterfinals, Montana loses to Northern Arizona 75-57. Visiting in the show today, you can always find it on his now podcast presented by Sportsbet Montana as well as the Advocates. Thanks to all of our great sponsors for helping us make the trip here to Boise. We'll also be on the road next week for the NCAA tournament as well at a to-be-determined site. The guy who I kicked it with all NCAA tournament last year, Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz, joining me here on Nuanas Now. Hey, Riley, we only have about three and a half minutes left, but Grizz spring football started last week. Did you have a chance to watch him, and what do you think of some of the, the key storylines here for Montana as they dive into spring football? I mean, I did. I watched two practices in between the, the basketball craziness towards the end of the season because there's just a buzz, man. There, there's a buzz about Grizzly football right now with what they have coming back. I think once the preseason ranking kind of solidifies, we re- both of us anticipate them being in the top five and re- realistically, both Montana schools sure. being in the top five all year long. It's going to be great. I'm not going to go to a deep dive with you yet because I'm going to be straight. I am very intrigued to watch the quarterback battle. I, sure. I think that we have kind of a situation on our hands to win. It was Gresh Jensen and Dalton. He came in to potentially the same type of dynamic here where you have the, the mainstay and the young guy and Chris Brown and then Lucas Johnson and early indication Lucas Johnson's the real deal I mean he he's a dual threat quarterback and somebody that uh, he carries that leadership role he's very mature and I think that this team needs that and I I, I don't want to be the guy to break down his every move on the practice field but I'm watching him meticulously Coulter and the early impressions are I really like what the senior quarterback can bring. Well I really am interested in that element I think from a football playing standpoint he'll be just fine and, and could be very good uh, I think that the main factor here is that mm-hmm. because you know, we, we heard, I, I talked to Jace Lewis about this, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually said this on the Grizz Fan Pod as well. He said, hey, when Dalton Steed came in here, Dalton Steed was Mr. Hoorah, rah, rah guy, and he was trying to be a leader, and at first, the other guys were kind of like, I don't know, buddy. You know, we kind of got a thing going on here. We have some leaders. Montana's teams are usually, Bobby Houck's teams are usually led by the hitters. You know, like next year, they're going to have some pretty well-established leaders like Patrick O'Connell and Robbie Houck and Alex Governor. So then how does a quarterback go about sort of galvanizing a team and having a leadership role? Because you kind of need the quarterback to have it, but it's harder to establish at a team like Montana uh, than a lot of places. I really think that the Dalton Steve comparison is, is more than fair, but Dalton Steve was special in that regard where I think Lucas Johnson is more going to be the, the quiet confidence guy where he's going to earn the guy's respect through spring ball. And I don't think that you're really going to see it play out here in the next three weeks. And I don't know when Coach Alk is going to make his decision. He might keep us all in suspense until fall camp starts in August, whatever it might be. But you're going to see a guy that's putting his head down right now and earning that trust quietly within the locker room walls. And then maybe by April 8th when this team is on the show for real and, and playing the spring for game, sure. maybe that's when you see it a little bit more, but the, the quiet confidence that I've seen is impressive. And storyline, before, because I know we're running out of time, but how about Marcus Knight being back? I mean, remember him? Mr. All-American, sure. Mr. Touchdown Machine? He's back, and what does he do to the dynamic of this Grizzly offense? That, let's be quite honest, they fluttered a bit this last season. If For they sure. were more consistent, we're maybe talking about a different result. So, those are the top two. I, I know that as we do this throughout spring ball, we're going to go into deep dive with the old lineman, which I think also is maybe an area of concern right now and what this team has. You've got three of the top defenders in the country coming back on defense, but to me at the forefront, Lucas
Marcus Johnson and the return of Marcus Snyder really taking the storylines. There's a lot of excitement and buzz for good reason for Grizzly football. Riley Corcoran wants the Grizz. You can find his calls all week long on the Grizzly Radio Network. You can also check out the Inside the Den podcast. I am a guest on the Inside the Den you're the, this Hey, week. you're the headliner. Hey, let's first, go. First today. Let's go. Big Sky Tournament from Boise, Idaho. Appreciate you. All of you guys being here with us. Our tournament takeover continues tomorrow. We'll be back then, 4 p.m. See you then. This has been Nuanas Now. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.